Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse, transparent conversations from marriage, family, and relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out. Also, listen on WKCJ with Ron Heitch, Monday nights at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Connect with us on social media and join the conversation by emailing us at info at fusedmarriages.com. All right, Michael, so what are we jumping into today? All right, today we're going to jump into, I call them always, you know, what, controversial, but this may be just even more, I don't know, confusing or just kind of people trying to understand what the things that we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about trust versus control. Okay, trust versus control. Those are two really heavy topics. Two very, very heavy topics. Very, very scary and deep. And we're trying to figure out, like, you know, we got to unpack this thing a little bit, right? Okay. Because we have this trust. People have trust issues. Right. And they have control issues. Okay. But I think people are more adapt to say, you know what? I just, I have, I have a trust problem. Hmm. Most people don't want to say they have a control problem. Okay. And like to be able to like really figure out, okay, which one is which, right? You know what I mean? If I'm trying to understand, okay, trust versus control, how do I know if I'm like, if I'm a trusting, I'm lacking trust in something or I want to control the situation. Okay. Cause control kind of was like, say, you know what? It, it's a little more negative connotation to it. Right? right. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So like when you hear, okay, I have a trust problem, right? What do you, what do you, what do you think about? Well, I think, I think I hear that a lot. I hear a mm-hmm. lot of both men and women say like, I have trust issues. So um, I think of maybe negative relationships that they might have had bad experiences or um, that they might really kind of be uneasy with exposing their heart or their thoughts or something like that. Okay. Okay. So I, like in my mind, I got this theory, right, of where that's absolutely true what you just said, first mm-hmm. of all, about about trust. But when you hear about control, right, you're like, well, okay, we maybe that's not me, right? Because I don't necessarily want to control situations. I, I just don't trust that person or I don't trust that situation, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but could it be now, could it be that, you know what, it's not that you don't trust, maybe trust is a part of it, Hmm. but it could it be, you know what, maybe I can't control that dynamic. I can't control that person. I can't control that situation. That situation was so painful to me that I want to be able to like, you know, I got to make sure I can control it so it doesn't happen again. Oh, wow. So you're, you're suggesting that people that say, um, you know, I'm not a trusting person. Mm-hmm. That that might be true, but further or possibly, they might also be saying, "I can't control, so I'm not interested in investing in that area." Yeah, I think you. I think you're right on when you say that. It's like I think the first level of like of hurt is like you're then you're not trusting, mm-hmm. right? But if you keep getting hurt, then you say then you start want to be controlling of whatever that dynamic is. Because that pain was so deep and hurt so bad. It's like, you know what? No, no, I can't allow it to happen no more. So when I see a situation that's similar to that, I don't want to just like look for something that's like, hey, that I can maybe step into it. I want to be able to say, you know, I got to be able to manipulate that wow. at least to my own benefit. So it just doesn't hurt me. Not in a negative way. It's just I want to be able to manipulate it so I don't have that pain anymore. Yeah, I think you said something because a lot of times we think that control is so negative because mm-hmm. um, it does have that negative connotation. But what you're saying is there's control, but it's not control for the sake of control. It's control for the sake of preservation. Like, hey, I was hurt. I was wounded. This happened to me or somebody I love. And I don't want that. So I need to make sure that I put myself in a position where I am insured this thing won't happen. So you are manipulating circumstances 
to make sure, hey, we're good. You know, I'm good, really. Like, I'm okay. Right. And people can take that into marriage. They can take that into dealing with children. Um, if they witnessed or were a part of um, a, an abusive relationship, say, well, they're going to mm-hmm. do everything in their power to make sure, no, 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 this won't happen in my world or in mine. So it, it can have, like, um, a desirable impact like the the end goal right. is still something that's positive even though you might be going about it in a negative way yeah yeah i, I don't think in the cases we're talking about the control of of you know sometimes you have control people actually are trying to control a person or control a situation in a negative way mm-hmm. to get something that's going to benefit them mm-hmm. but i think we're talking about you know what this is where it's something there's some kind of pain that has actually happened mm-hmm. it's real because right life is about like i say less about pain but life you deal with pain in life sure and you don't want to like, nobody wants to like have to live through that and right. continue to live through that. So like, okay, hold up. You know what? I want my kids to be safe. Something happened to my kid before. Now I got to make sure my kid, now my kid can't even go, you know, down the corner because something happened, you know, two mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, even let's get real deep and hairy with it for a second. You know what? My husband had somebody at a job that was flirting with him. Now, you know what? I got to check his phone. He got to call me at lunchtime. He got to, you know, let me know he's going to be five minutes late. Right. You control it because you got hurt. And now, you know what? It's beyond trust. Now you want to control every aspect of it because you don't want that situation to come up again wow. in any kind of way, or at least a situation, that pain to come up in any yeah. kind of way. And almost, because um, so we're not talking about manipulative people. Right. We're not talking no. about somebody that's like, I'm going to twist and turn so that I get what I want. This is all about like, hey, the pain was too great the first time or the second time I can't risk myself in that way again. And it's really interesting because you, you were just kind of talking about possible situations. Mm -hmm. Um, I think somebody might almost identify and say, Hey, I'm not controlling. I'm just, I'm just dot, dot, dot. I'm just making sure this doesn't happen. I'm just um, restoring the trust in the relationship. And some of those, those things are a way to deal with trauma as Mm -hmm. opposed to really dealing with the trauma, really possibly going to counseling or, a therapist or talking those things out. This is um, a coping mechanism um, that people are, are kind of sorting through. Would you agree? No, no. I, I, I think you, you're, you're, you're hitting it at least from in my mind, how I see it as well. It's like, you know what? I think in my, this is now, this, it could be controversial. I think in my mind, I think in a relationship, it's okay to have some type of trust issues. Some. Okay. Talk me through that. So, and I say some, cause like typically when you meet somebody, you get to know somebody like trust is kind of built over time. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, yeah. nobody goes in a relationship and say, you know what, I'm totally trusting and you can know all of me and I'd I give foolish. you yeah, be yeah. foolish. Right. Mm-hmm. So it ends up growing. Right. So it's going to be some level of distrust mm-hmm. in a relationship. Yeah. But and I think a relationship can survive that because mm-hmm. you can grow through that. Mm-hmm. Go and grow. I like how I said it. Grow and go you through like that. How you said <laughs> it. <laughs> it just sounded good when I said it. I'm like, hold on. Let me say that again. Grow and go through that, yeah, right? Yeah. But I don't think a relationship can survive a control situation okay. where even if it's a control situation in a positive sense in the, one the person's mind, like, hey, I'm just making sure that, you know, I'm, I'm just calling it trust, but really I'm trying to control what's going on. Yeah. I think that's interesting because when you really kind of begin to think about that, you can think about how that would manifest. So we can mm-hmm. think of, you know, potentially the, the parent. You know, what does that look like if, the, if that relationship is controlling, not encouraging, not even protective, right. but controlling? You might have your child rebel and you thought you were doing something good. You were kind of right. protecting them from the evils of the world or circumstances and they weren't able to grow through 
what does it look like? Right. And I'm, how do I deal with my emotions? How do I sort through these things in life? And they can oftentimes, and at least I've, I've read and heard, turn on the parent. It was like, wait a minute, I was, I was, I was trying to help you. And they, they didn't realize or in the relationship mm-hmm. when the man or woman feels like, gosh, you, you're always checking out in on me. Like I can't breathe. You know, right. I can't think, I can't process because you're just on top of me. So I wanted to bring up a topic I want to get your thoughts on. Sure. What do you think is the difference then between somebody being hesitant versus somebody being angry? Yeah, I think I think both of those are kind of two indicators in my mind. I was saying, like you said, you know, if y'all disagree or have comments, definitely, you know what, drop us a comment on the YouTube page, on our social media, because we, we want to hear your feedback too, right? Because we're discussing it. We're trying to, like I said, unpack this because it's like it's deep right relationships are very very dynamic and they've got everybody different situations so we want to hear what you guys think as well absolutely but, info at fusemarriages.com or at fusemarriages.com social media tell it baby <laughs> um but hesitant versus anger i think both of those are kind of like two triggers right of saying you know what which which end am i on which spectrum am i on mm-hmm. if i'm hesitant i would tend to say somebody you know what they just have some trust issues right because hesitant, you're going to be able to say, you know what, I, I don't know if I want to go in that direction, but I will. But if the situation is right, you know what I mean? Because you, you're mm-hmm. thinking through and trying to figure out which one may be best for you. Mm-hmm. So you're hesitant. So I look at that as a trust. If you're angry about it, I think that is a an, at least an indicator, not maybe a complete sign of saying that you are controlling it. But like now, I think you didn't, you didn't turn the page on saying it's gone beyond trust. Hmm. So talk me through angry like what does that sound like somebody that because if uh, some of us might be like evaluating ourselves like okay mm-hmm. where do i fall maybe not just evaluating other people mm-hmm. oh, i know them or them like wait where am i so talk me through i understand here we are hesitant we're walking carefully through this thing we're observing the signs pre-marriage observing like right. okay how do they how do they operate in time what do they like when they're upset what do they like when they're frustrated what do they like when they're happy you know just looking right as, you, as you're progressing through the relationship, can I trust them with me? Because that's what you're really deciding before you get married. Can I trust this person with my life? Right. Like with where we go from here. Not just my actual physical being in life, but, you know, my dreams. Can I trust this person with my thoughts or right. my experiences or the things that I don't tell anybody with? Are they worthy and able to deal with that? Um, and then you move from that to control. But you're saying right. that that really being angry. So you're linking up control and anger here. Yeah. And I think, you know, anger is based out of fear mm. and fear is coming in this case scenario. Like, you know what? I'm afraid of really going through what I went through in the past. So something has happened. Something has triggered. You see some signs and now, you know what? I'm really, I'm fearful of something, allowing something to happen again. Now I get angry in the aspect that it's even approaching that it may happen again. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it's approaching like a scenario like, okay, hold on. They said that last time. And when they said that last time, this happened. Yeah. And you can almost check yourself if you're asking yourself or I'm asking myself like, okay, which category do I fit in? How quickly do you snap? Do you get upset? Like, okay, mm-hmm. he he didn't call you. Now now you're chewing him out. Like, hold on. I was only I was only 10 minutes away. <laughs> like, I didn't right. feel like I needed to. Well, you did it. Like, are you getting you know, in a, in a kind of hysterical about that situation. So checking, okay, am I getting, am I burning mad? Am I just totally ticked off? Or Mm -hmm. is it like, okay, this happened. Let me hear you out. Hey, you know what? I really struggle with this. So 
we just need to make sure we're consistent so that I can grow through this. Right. And you, if you hear yourself having those conversations, if you're able to check yourself and say like, okay, I just got hot at them for doing this thing. Maybe that's a controlling tendency versus um, just a hesitation or a trust issue. Let's bring up another one. Let's do it. Questioning mm-hmm. versus despising. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I look at trust as being like, okay, I'm just going to question a situation where, you know what, is it right for me? Or is it similar to what's going on? I'm really doing some kind of analytical thinking and emotional thinking and really trying to figure out, okay, can I step into it? Hmm. I'm not running full fledged and saying, okay, yeah, I'm going to run into it, but I'm willing to say, okay, you know what? I may step into it if situation is right. So are you talking pre-marital or what if there are people out there and say, hey, I got married Mm -hmm. and this is how I am now or... We had problems after we got married. Certain things happened that caused me not to trust my spouse or trust the situation anymore. What do you, how do you, how do you distinguish that? How, what do you do? Yeah, I, I think every relationship goes to this. I don't care if you just started dating within the first week or if you're 20 years in. Mm-hmm. I think we human, right? So we got all kind of stuff we're going through. And like our, ourself, we change as, as people. Our relationship changes. Our connections with our family changes. And it's like, okay, man, I got to like be able to digest all this stuff. Life changes. You got, you know, situations where you can't even control Mm -hmm. with, you know, we got the coronavirus going on. We can't control that. Mm -hmm. But some people can be like, man, okay, you know what? I'm not going, you know, around the block Mm -hmm. because they're afraid. I said control is based off of fear. You know what I mean? Really, you're just fearful of like something happening. So it's it's not a base off of something negative. It's just like, I'm fearful that like, you know, I don't want anything to happen to you or my kids. So, you know what? Don't, don't leave the house. So don't go, don't even go to the, around the corner. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's a control thing. We're saying, okay, you know what? We got to be trusting like, okay, hey, can we at least, you know, safely go this? We got to do, yeah. we can't like stop our lives completely. Yeah. But we got to be safe about, about it. Balance things. Yeah. Having balance. And I think it's interesting that you brought up, you know, relationships go through ebbs and flows, every relationship. So whether yeah. it's parents. Um, your parents or you being a parent or friends, um, spousal relationships right. to go through these ups and downs. And in those, we have the opportunity to create trust, particularly when we're on a downslope, mm-hmm. when something negative happens um, in life and we're able to say like, okay, how do we recover from this? You can build trust or mm-hmm. you can destroy trust in those times when you're going through a downslope, when I needed you and you weren't there. But there is still always the opportunity to converse about it and to connect about it and to kind of, really work through some of those things, but it is work that you have to be willing to do. Some people want to put the bandaid on and be like, okay, I'm just going to ignore this. You know, it might be infected, but it has a bandaid on top of it. Like that's not going to get out the infection. Like my mm-hmm. mom used to put peroxide and I do it to my kids now, but you put some peroxide on and it bubbles up be like, okay, that's, that's the infection getting cleared yeah. out. I don't know if that's scientifically true, but that's what we were told. It so. makes sense. <laughs> so some of us need to put some peroxide on some things. Right. We need to clean out some stuff. Because that control is coming from a place of fear, um, of worry, of hurt. And by not dealing with it, we're drawn, we're allowing that infection to fester and kind of create a wedge right. between whatever relationship it is. And then what I have witnessed is that it spills over into other relationships. So mm. it might be, you know, hey, I, I went through a divorce. Um, so now I'm not going to, not only am I not good with that person, but now I got to, I'm going to pour all of my energy into my kids and I'm going to control them and I'm going to keep my friends at a distance and I'm going to, so it, it can cause you, it's like, you know how um, it can cause you to control other relationships is what I was going to say, but it's the same with like anger. Like when you're angry, yeah. 
if you've ever done this, but when you're angry and you're angry at one person, but everybody, everybody gets know, it. They're going to have it. Everybody, <laughs> so, you know what? Back up. Give hey, me 50 feet. Don't get in the car because right. everybody's going to know, you know, but you want to, you want to kind of go off on everybody because you're angry. And that's the way that this control thing is. It spills over into every other relationship because mm-hmm. you can't, you can't contain something like that because it's coming from a place that needs to be healed. Um, so I think that that's um, an interesting one. So one more I want to jump in is looking for the right opportunity versus not taking another step. I think this is huge. So yeah, I mean, that. I mean, so let's be honest, right? I mean, we've all had, trust issues and control issues. Mm-hmm. If a person say, you know what? No, I don't, I trust everybody and everything. Or I've never controlled any situation. You a liar. Mm-hmm. It just flat out how I see it. You a mm-hmm. liar. Cause that's not true. Yeah. It's just like, you know what? Nobody's been close enough to really pinpoint exactly where that trust issue or control has happened at. Mm-hmm. But like, we all have struggled with that in some shape, form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Right. So like to be able to, to, to look at it and say, you know what? Where can I grow and be different in trusting more with my, at least my, let's start, my, start with your family, right? With the people that you love, love the most. Yeah. Right. And you may have been hurting it. Like you said, I like what you said, going back, what you're talking about, the peroxide and, and healing. It, it, it does take healing to do that, right? To get to the point where trust is not as big a deal as it was yesterday or last week or last month or last year mm-hmm. or however long, five years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That trust got broken along the way and now it's like it has to be fixed. And I think that ownership, it takes both people. You know what I mean? You can push the agenda and say, hey, help me or kind of bring it up. But ultimately, it takes both people to kind of really to heal that, heal that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And some of this can happen pre, pre-marriage. pre Like we, we've talked about other relationships. And what popped up in my mind as you were talking mm-hmm. is there are people that um, have trust issues that were almost inbred to, with them. Right. So if you were um, raised without um, either parent, if you were raised by your grandparents or you were um, adopted or a foster child, or um, if you were not raised in like um, a two parent household, you can mm-hmm. have trust issues that you really didn't have anything to do with. Um, or if you were raised by somebody that's wounded, all of us have something, but they could have put that into you. And now you have issues that you didn't know. Um, one of the things that I I think about um, now it is our responsibility to heal from that. Like no right. matter where we started, we have to be responsible for our own lives. But even, you know, you kind of look at like racism or sexism, right. those kinds of things that might've been something that was taught to you um, that right. you might've not yourself taken on, but it's still your responsibility to fix it. <laughs> it's your responsibility to, to, to make a change. Um, so in this, even with control there, you can identify the, the point at which it happened. This, okay. I was in this bad relationship or I was always this way. It doesn't mean you can't shift. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you can't change. Um, and I think it's important to identify the place where it started because from that root is the poison tree. Yeah. You know, So saying, okay, it was after this relationship, this person cheated on me or this person broke my heart or within our relationship, within our marriage, this happened early on or this happened later or this was a secret that was kept from me or you allowed these things to happen and now this is where we are. And you still have to take responsibility for yourself. But if you have a partner that is willing, like you said, it takes mm-hmm. two people, you can join in that thing. And you can you can break those control ties, those the, the need to um, to kind of rule your spouse. Because a lot of that comes down to that. Hey, right. the one person feels like a subject to the king. Okay, so right. you're the subject. You do what I say. I'm the king or the queen. And I'm going to tell you. And it's your job to jump when I say jump. You say right. how high. 
that's what it is, you know, and that's how it comes off. Even if your intentions might have been um, more, more noble and more preserving, like, hey, that wasn't my goal. I just wanted to make sure. Um, and you can have those conversations because this also can lead into a conversations about boundaries. Um, like, okay, you might, the spouse might have not ever cheated, but you still might have some control issues just because you are anticipating, hey, I've seen a bunch of movies, my girlfriend, her husband cheated on her, my mom, their person. So I, I just know it's in you because all men are dogs, you know, quote unquote. So I know that that's what you're going to do. So I feel the need to go through your phone. I feel the need. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have access to your spouse's phone. That might be a whole, whole different yeah. conversation. But it does mean if you feel like you have to check in all the time to make sure that they are doing what you said that they are supposed to be doing, you might have some control issues. Yeah. Yeah. And that just, you need yeah. to deal with. No, absolutely. And justifiably so from your perspective, but it ends up causing being toxic in a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Because that person that you're trying to control, the situation you're trying to control, they're going to be like, man, hold on. You just, they mm -hmm. feel like, okay, hey, it's too much to take in and really to love you in that way. Mm -hmm. Right. I just can't do it. And I think you asked a question about, you know, when do you about about looking for the next opportunity versus, you know, pausing before I move on to that, to any other, to the next step as far as control versus trusting. Mm -hmm. And it's like, at one point I talk about myself, you know what? Hey, I didn't, I, I was married before, you know that. And I was like, you know what? I'm not getting married again. Mm -hmm. Bump that. I don't care. You know what? At the time, you know, Holly Berry come walking and ask me like, I don't want to get married. At the time, you know, she was the, she was the one, you know, everybody <laughs> thought she was it. She's you know beautiful. what I mean? She is, but you know, I ain't. She a little something got going on. But anyway, that's go. a whole different conversation. <laughs> so back on track. Back on track. Wheels off. The back wagon. wheels off the wagon. <laughs> it's like you know. I said, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm. I'm mm -mm. I didn't. I'm not. I don't care what, the, who, when, how. It just ain't happening. Mm -hmm. And I had to come to the realization. I was trying to control really the rest of my life in that aspect, the relational aspect of it. Like, hey, you know what? I don't want to have any kind of pain or any kind of situation that's going to go negative in that way. So I'm done with that. Mm -hmm. I was trying to control that. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I had to come back. God pulled me back because I didn't put myself back and say, now I got I to gotta come back at least to, I got to figure out how to trust again. Mm -hmm. Can I trust myself to even be in a relationship again? Can I trust God to restore a relationship that's going to actually be beneficial to me and I'll be beneficial to them. Right. And once I got to that point, I found the love of my life. Oh, wow. This woman here, you know what I mean? But it, that didn't happen until actually I said, okay, I came off the control aspect and say, you know what? My heart's be open at least to be able to trust again, to start yeah. that attempt to trust again. Yeah. So we're not talking about what we think. We're talking yeah. about what we know. Yeah. Um, and I think that one of the things that you just said was so key um, as you're thinking about, like, you want to control you. And mm -hmm. I think that sometimes we make mistakes in our own life and we think like, okay, I can't let that happen again. Right. Or, or you're a parent and you have a kid. I can't let that happen again. So I'm going to do everything in my power, you know, key in my power to yeah. make sure not recognizing that this is a whole nother human being. Like they right. have thoughts and ideas and they don't, they're in a, you know, they're good and grown. It's like my say, I'm good and grown. Mm -hmm. They're good and grown. They don't want to be controlled. They don't want to be manipulated. And once they start to feel that, it's like, okay, distance is growing. Mm -hmm. Distance is growing because you won't deal with your trauma. And so I think, um, I think it's really important. And I always, I'm an advocate, get counseling, get therapy, Go talk to somebody about it. There are people that are professionals that really have studied and trained to be able to help you through some of these things. So you can dig that up. You know, we, you know, Iana Van Zant says, Man. you know, you got to do the work. 
you got to do the work. And it doesn't mean it's easy. And doing the work can be traumatic. And doing the work can take time because you're digging up some things that you buried long ago. But by doing that, you're able to kind of propel forward as opposed to always being down in this ditch because that's where you put yourself. Um, I I always think I want to see people happy and whole. I want to be happy and whole. I want my children and my husband and my friends happy and whole. And some of that takes saying, okay, this is really who I am. Not who I would like to be, not the image that I project, but this is who I am. So I have to work from that point as opposed, I think a lot of us try to work from the point of the image, try to work from this is who I project myself to be, or this is, this is who other people see me as. So I can't be this thing that I really am when there's nobody around, when I'm laying in the bed and everybody's asleep and it's just me and my thoughts. I can't be that person because that person has issues and I'm going to start here with a person that is smiling all the time and doesn't have any problems or is pretty much to themselves because nobody really knows the true them. Um, mm. And so I bring that up to say that this control thing can come from anger and fear and pain and all these things that if we work through them, we can have better marriages. Yeah. We can have better relationships. We can just be better for us. We can, we can be more whole. Um, so all of this is coming from a place of, place of like, hey, of need, really, of need to address something. So that that looking for opportunity versus, you know, really saying, I'm I'm stuck here. I'm standing right here. This is right. I'm gonna stand my ground. Um and I think that's like really um something that we need to continue the conversation with. Yeah, and I think, I mean, that was beautifully said what you just said. And I think there's always the possibility of pulling back, right? Because we think like, man, a situation. I first I gotta recognize that hey, I'm in the control state of mind. But you can pull that back, right? Even if the other person isn't like doing anything to move the needle, I'm responsible for me. Mm-hmm. And I can say, you know what? I don't want to be that anymore. Mm-hmm. Now they can delay the progress by like, okay, hey, pushing back and looking at you. Okay, you know what? You ain't changing or this, that, and the other. Right. But I can say, you know what? I have a control problem and it's coming from a good place. I think most of them don't want to see us in a bad light. So you don't have to look at yourself that way. You know what? My control is coming from real pain. Mm-hmm. Real situation, real negative stuff that's happening in my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be that anymore. And like, you know what? I can take the step back and say, you know what? Can I at least start working on now the trust aspect of it? I don't want to control. Can I work on the trust? And then I can hopefully grow my relationships in a positive light. Yeah. And maybe this is not you. Maybe this is your, your partner or your spouse. Yeah. You can be a support to help somebody work through some things. You can be also a hindrance. Um, something that someone that causes more pain by, you know, ignoring it or neglecting it, but saying like, Hey, I noticed this. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's really kind of dig into it. And hopefully that's one Mm -hmm. of the things that we're doing here at Fuse is we're igniting some conversations Um, because we have these topics between each other and share them with you because we want you to have these conversations with the people in your sphere, um, the people that you know, because some of this is, I mean, this is real talk. Real talk. Real you life. said our tagline, let's talk about it. I think, you know what, that's one thing I know, at least us as men, we struggle with, I know, as far as, like, communicating, like, really what's going on. We mm-hmm. see stuff, you know what, even if you have a control thing, we probably, man, she tripping. Mm-hmm. Let me get away from that. Versus asking, okay, oh, what's going on? Helping, you know, our woman through that situation. It's like, I know I've done it probably, you know what I mean? You probably can say, yeah, well, you have You've done, done that. Yeah, done. done it. Hey, you know, I'm going to go. I'm, <laughs> we all growing over here. Right. right. I'm going to go play some ball. Man. I'm, I'm, you know what? I don't, don't want to deal with that right now. I'm going to go hoop. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's I still try to play a little bit. You know, I'm going to go play basketball. She'll be all right when I get back. Yeah, she'll be all right. Yeah, you know what? We think time heals it. Ooh. You know what? Mariah Carey has a song that says, you know, love takes time. But, like, you know what? Pain take, take, take some communication. Come on. 
You know what I mean? That's just, I, hey, I'm just. I'm it just, takes some time to get over. It does. Yeah. It takes time, but it takes community. The communication piece is really the part that we don't necessarily integrate, mm-hmm. right? And I think, you know, that's where we get confused on and saying, okay, you know what? Like you said, we should get over it in time. Mm-hmm. But no, she get over it in time and communication. Ooh. Let's put that on there. That's real. Yeah. So it's not just it's not just that time heals all wounds. Right. You know, work heals some wounds. Man, Talking about put it, it in. You have, you have to. You have to. You have to. I'm learning that. Things, we all learn. Yeah, that. I'm learning that. So I'm learning that with everybody else out there. We're just trying to make it happen for every relationship that's really trying to go in a positive light. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Dropping stuff that we've been through, people that we've talked to, just our life experiences, and like really just trying to integrate that all into one conversation. Mm-hmm. Because it is. It's it's like I say, women are spaghetti. It's the, mm. the book. Women are spaghetti. It all connects. Men might be waffles, but you still deal with some stuff right. in each of those boxes. So right. we just have to learn how to communicate on those. We're talking about we're talking about it all because it all matters. So we right. want you to have these conversations as well. Control, dealing with control and what that looks like yeah. and how to get over it and how to recover from it. So thank you guys for joining us. Make sure that you connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. Check out our website for more content and resources, fusedmarriages.com. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fused with Tristan and Michael.